Find all your favorite movies and shows faster with Xfinity. Just speak into the X1 voice remote to search across live TV, on demand, even Netflix and Prime Video. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. You'll enjoy Xfinity X1, which gives you access to your favorite streaming apps like Netflix, YouTube, and now Prime Video. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit the store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. It's a throwback. You got to win twice in one day. Just like it used to be both in regional and semi-state way back when. But regional Saturday, four teams, one champion, one day. My favorite part of the high school season. We're going to break it all down over the next hour. Look ahead to who's playing on Saturday and where and who. We'll kick it off here in just a minute with Dan Vance of Outside the Huddle, who joins us each and every week here to break down what's going on in high school basketball. Coach Rod Chamble, Northrop Bruins, will join us about 6.15. We'll look back at his team's DeKalb sectional championship, first sectional title for the Northrop Bruins in six years. We'll recap that victory uh, last Saturday over East Noble. To capture the sectional championship, we'll look ahead as the Bruins have a huge challenge in front of them on Saturday morning against the number one team in Class 4A, the Carmel Greyhounds. We'll talk to Coach Chamble about that. Bottom of the hour, Chris Benedict, longtime Columbia City coach, now at Bluffton, sectional champions. We'll talk to Tigers coach Chris Benedict about his team as they prepare for regional Saturday. And then we'll wrap it up with Mark Davidson. Blackhawk Christian, his team on the road today, practicing at Triton, the regional location on Saturday uh, today. So he was going to make some time at the end of practice to join us. So uh, he said, ah, the kids just shoot around at the end anyway. So I'll have about 10 minutes to talk. So we'll talk to Coach Coach Davidson, 645, as the Braves get ready for a 1A regional on Saturday. But let's get started. Mr. Dan Vance, OutsideHuddle.net, joining us on the line right now. Dan, how are you? Doing good, man. How are you doing? Not bad. And, you know, we kicked the show off. And, you know, the last several weeks, you and D.C., before we bring you on, talking 2K. So give us an update. Have you guys played yet? I think he's still warming up. He's getting his thumbs ready. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's coming, though. It's coming. we got to get somebody to next week to semi-state. We'll play before next week's show. I, my guarantee, my promise. If DC can make time for me, he's busy schedule. Okay, so teams out there prepping for regionals, don't worry about winning for yourselves. You need to win so we can get this showdown. Because I talked to Dan, and you accused DC of ducking you. You talked to DC, he accuses Dan of ducking him. So we got to make this happen. I, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go when he is. All right, maybe we can. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll stream it somewhere. We'll just break into we'll break in from, from national coverage here on ESPN Radio. And we'll just I'll just do the play by play. People will turn on the radios and not knowing what the heck is going on. <laughs> so we'll do it. Sounds but good to me. <laughs> but uh, Dan, let's look back real quick over sectional week a week ago. Any surprises for you out of what transpired last week? Uh, I don't think there's any super surprises. I think you consider Bluffton a surprise just because uh, they did not have the best record and were not the favorites in that sectional they ran out at east side but it was still a pretty wide open sectional altogether but other than that i don't really think there's anything big surprise northrop surprised us obviously a little bit because they were so down uh the last seven games or so of the regular season uh for them to come in and play as strong as they did and play at different styles and paces the way they did 
uh, over last week and, and beating Carroll and then DeKalb and ultimately East Noble. So a little surprise that Northrop was as strong as they were after a little bit of a slump. But, you know, I can't say that there's any champion that really shocks me. Dan Vance outside the huddle.net joining us right now here on the OPS High School Coaches Show. If you have a question for Dan Vance or myself or even Mr. D.C. Hendricks, you can hit us up on the text line 46862. We're here till 7 o'clock talking area high school basketball. Dan, let's look ahead to Saturday. Let's start in 1A at Triton. Blackhawk Christian, Gary, 21st Century, the second semifinal on Saturday morning. Uh, you sat here yet last week, predicted the average uh, margin of victory for Blackhawk. You said 42. It seemed pretty reasonable to me, but you were way off. Last way week. off. Uh, way off. 64 <laughs> points. 64 points. That's ridiculous, right? I mean. It is the second biggest uh, margin of victory in sectional history. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous. When you look at this regional field, Gary, 21st Century, uh, Argos, and Covenant Christian, any of these teams that can give Blackhawk Christian a battle on Saturday? I don't really think so. I think if you look on paper, and this is a sectional that looks better than it is, uh, Covenant Christian at 22-4, and four, Argos 21-4, and four, Gary, 21st Century at 19-6, and six, uh, and obviously Blackhawk Christian at 24-2. and two. But when you look at, at Argos and Covenant Christian, who are going to play each other first, uh, they have both each played 15 games against Class 1A schedules, whereas a team like Blackhawk Christian has played, I think, eight games against 1A, and three of them came last week. So they're not as prepared. They have not gone through the rigorous tests that a Blackhawk Christian has gone through. So I don't think that they're necessarily threats. I think your best contender is Gary, 21st century. Um, they shoot the ball pretty well. Uh, Janelle Davis has been there for three years as a varsity contributor. Uh, and shoots the ball very well, and he saw Blackhawk Christian last year. But this team is not that much different than a Blackhawk Christian team, or than a sorry, than a Gary Twenty First Century team that got demolished by Blackhawk Christian last year. So I wouldn't expect uh, much of the different here. I would say that this is a probably still a twenty thirty point game. For those looking ahead in one A, you feel LCC and Semi State, Lafayette Central Catholic, and of course Bar Reeves still sitting there in the South. Yeah, I think Lafayette Central Catholic looks good in the uh, in the Frankfurt. Uh, regional that also has Southern Wells in it. Uh, they're they're just a really strong team. They're big, um, and, and that's going to be something the team's going to have to be. You're going to have to be able to rebound well, shoot the ball well, get to the basket well, because that's what Blackhawk Christian does. And Lafayette Central Catholic does a lot of that uh, in the same way. Uh, Carson Barrett is pretty strong for them at six foot five, and they have probably four high quality shooters that shoot the three ball very well uh, and are capable of shooting uh, and hitting well in any game and that's what you have to do if you're going up against Blackhawk Christian you have to have the shooters and the defense that was the kryptonite last year was you had to have a great defensive game a great shooting game and Southwood was able to do that semi-state so uh, Lafayette Central Catholic has I think as good of a chance as anybody in the north uh, if that matchup happened in semi-state. All right Dan looking at class 2A at North Judson wherever that is Westview and Bluffton <laughs> in the second semifinal where is where's is North Judson before we break it, this one down It is almost straight west of here it's about 2 hours 2 hours and 15 minutes away from here well, That's a haul for Fort regional but It uh, is we, all. <laughs> we could have the rest of the show to talk, break that down. But uh, Marquette Catholic, Andrean, Westview, and Bluffton, uh, how do you see this one playing out? Well, I think Westview's definitely got that morning game. No no disrespect to Bluffton because they've played hard all year. They've had really close games 
Uh, it's sitting at nine and fifteen, but they've had so many of those losses that they played so close. They're a very strong physical team, um, but they don't have a Charlie Yoder and they don't have an Elijah Hales, uh, and I think that's going to kind of hamper them. Though Jonathan Irwin can be one of the most prolific scorers in the tournament if he's on. I think they'd have to be clicking on all cylinders. But I, you know, I, I like the other game, uh, Andrean and Marquette Catholic. I think it'll be a good contest. Um, but Andrean is a little bit better right now, and I think that that's probably the team that comes out of the morning. The problem for them is that they're still pretty young, uh, mostly sophomores leading the way for this team. So I, I think that maybe it'll be a little bit more difficult for them to be successful against a Westview team that's so seasoned uh, with so many seniors and juniors that went as far as semi-state last year. Dan Vance of OutsideTheHuddle.net joining us here on the Optimum Performance Sports High School Coaches Show. Dan, let's go to Marion in Class 3A. I'm still getting used to the Giants being in 3A, but they will host the regional that they will play in and take on Angola in the first semifinal, 10 o'clock on Saturday morning. Undefeated Delta and Tippecanoe Valley in the second semifinal. I want to say that Delta is the only undefeated team left in the state of Indiana. Yeah, they are. They are at 26 and 0, the last undefeated team left. And, and coming off a week where they just beat uh, Blackford and Luke Brown and they beat Newcastle and Luke Bumbleow, uh, they're kind of clicking on all cylinders right now. They're going to be a very tough team. Uh, Josh Bryan, who's one of their seniors, 23 points a game. He was kind of the star last week out at Newcastle where they had sold out crowds in the country's biggest high school gym. Uh, and so he's kind of, he was under the radar before. Statewide, he's not now by kind of outdueling Brown and Bumbleo. So I think Delta is has got to be a favorite here. But you know, it's at Marion, and you know, Justin Marion is so hard to beat at Marion, um, especially with momentum, especially with talent, and they have that in droves. Even behind Jalen Blackman, uh, I've seen Marion a couple times this year. I saw him beat Valparaiso at the Marion Classic, and then I saw him last week uh, just tear through Norwell in a game that I thought was going to be a lot different, but their length inside causes pause for people, and people don't want to go to the basket uh, against Cron Howard or Rasheed Jones. Uh, and I think that was the trouble with Norwell, and it'll be interesting to see if Angola has that same issue where they tried to avoid the post, uh, because they are a little bit bigger than Norwell is, but Marion's so long in the post, people don't want to get their shots blocked. Dan, looking at Class 4A, at Logansport, Carmel Northrop, Huntington North, Zionsville. Huntington North playing in a regional for the first time since 2001. Uh, what should we expect at the Berry Bowl on Saturday? I think you're going to have a lot of athleticism. I, but again, with all due respect to Northrop, it's going to be hard to see uh, Carmel being tested because they're just so good. Uh, it's a lot of the same kids that we saw last year win this regional, beat Northside uh, for the regional title, beat Homestead in the morning. Uh, I think they're just going to be really tough. John Michael Malloy, obviously, uh, is a name and a face in the future Butler Bulldog, uh, but that's far from the only guy that is going to be out there hurting you. Andrew Owen uh, had a really terrific summer, and it propelled him to a next level uh, this year. And I think that they're going to be, uh, obviously, the favorite. I think that Huntington North Zionsville game is the most interesting game to me. I think Carmel wins this regional maybe easily. Um, but I think that Huntington North has a better chance than a lot of people are giving them in the morning. It's just kind of sometimes you have those teams where you kind of feel like fate is on their side. It kind of felt that way in the sectional. Uh, even you get to a sectional final, and one of their three main players, and Hank Pulver, doesn't even shoot the ball uh, because he's in so much foul trouble, let alone score. 
and they still come out with a very impressive win over a good Wayne team. I think they're kind of a team of destiny if they can avoid uh, some of the size that Zionsville has, the LinkedIn side with Hogan Orbaugh, uh, and Anthony Scales is in there, big Nathan Childress, all guys who are six five to six nine. Uh, then they'll be pretty good. But they did that against Wayne. That was one of the worries about Wayne was you have an athletic kind of big in Craig Young. You have Darius Alexander who's just big, and they were able to avoid them, shoot well, hit big shots, move the ball well, and and find scoring opportunities deep in possessions. If Huntington North could do that against Zionsville, I wouldn't put it past the Vikings to pull off what would be considered an upset in the morning. Dan, before we let you go, we had a question come in on the text line talking about Homestead. Did the Spartans overachieve in the regular season more or underachieve in the postseason? I'm going to have to say they overachieved more in the regular season just because we didn't expect that to be a team that was going to post that kind of a record this year. Part of that was because we didn't know most of those kids. Most of those kids stepped into those roles. So in a way, I'm going to say they overachieved in the regular season. Um, when you get into the postseason, it's hard to say that they underachieved. Uh, Huntington Norris was a very good team, and we saw that with how they went through the sectional. And now we're talking about them being a team that could contend with Zionsville and regional. And at the beginning of the season, we thought Huntington Norris was going to beat Homestead to start the season. So I, I, I'm not going to say that they underachieved in the postseason. That was going to be a good game. We pretty much knew that was going to be for the sectional title day one. And uh, I, 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 would, I would say they more overachieved in the regular season. Dan, before we let you go, let us know what's new, what's coming at OutsideTheHuddle.net. Well, you got stuff this week still looking back at sectional and at Bounce talking about some of the stuff in sectionals and Huntington North and Northrop. A uh, story yesterday on, on Greg Mose calling it quits after a year at Southern Wells, and, and we were able to break that story and have it first on him leaving. And then tomorrow we'll have breakdowns of all five area regionals, and then Friday we'll have some predictions. And then we'll be covering the regionals on Saturday. I know we'll be uh, out at Logan Sport in the morning. And then our nighttime coverage will be to be determined based on who wins the morning games. And we'll see who we still have going into the night and possibly into next week. Dan, real quick, this time next week, who are we talking about playing in semi-state? So we're talking about Westview and Blackhawk Christian. Oh, okay. Same, then. same as last year. <laughs> that's, 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 that's where I'm going. I think they both return to semi-state this year. I think those are the, those are the two teams in 1 and 2A that we're, we got going. All right, we will revisit this conversation next week and potentially the results of a 2K battle with D.C. Yeah, absolutely. I'm ready to go. Let's go. All right, thanks, Dan. All right, thanks, Mom. Springtime tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there were over one million bubbles in a glass of champagne? Did someone say brunch? Leave the egg hunting to the kids. We'll have even more fine hunting for your brilliant brunch, Riesling. Ham's sweet and salty richness pairs perfectly with sweeter wines with bold fruit. How about a juicy Pinot Noir? Whether you're hosting or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection this spring at Total Wine & More. Cheers! Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.